0: Welcome to Life the Mashup,
1: where four college students come together to talk about all things life. Tune in every week for thoughts, opinions, and stories about our boring lives.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Life the Mashup, episode seventeen. I'm Kiara.
1: I'm Angus, and I'm Devon. And JP's not here. We are missing him. I think this is the first one that he's missed.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Next time it'll be you. I've missed one. Kiara missed one. JP's missed one. Now it's
1: you. What are you gonna do without me?
2: We'll figure out something.
0: We'll just find a replacement, Angus.
1: I, I think the issue is more of knowing how to use the software. <laughs> that is it's true. not really just finding someone that can talk a lot and be annoying. That's pretty easy. You I think bring, we can figure You it can out. bring most of our friends. I yeah. could
0: figure it out.
2: Well, since Kiara's bad at her job, and this was supposed to be her week since JP took over her week last
1: week, um, there is yeah, no topic going weeks for into this, this yet, Kiara, because you were supposed to be last week, and then you got to you got to skip.
0: I am not a creative individual.
1: Well, that's. Well, <sighs> I think don't. we
2: need to reevaluate our podcast roster. Honestly,
1: I think there are other other female voices we could bring to this show.
2: Yeah, I think maybe we could just get Joe Rogan on here.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was not what I was saying. That's
0: not a female voice.
1: All right, Kiara, are you ready to hear your punishment?
3: Whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa! So, since Kiara couldn't come up with a topic, we don't have anything going into this episode, but we figure we'll come up with something after this. but all you guys who are faithful listeners know what's about to happen next. Kiara did not do uh as we instructed in the podcast last week, so we're gonna you go didn't ahead. listen to it when you weren't here we're and we didn't give you a punishment and run this clip back to show Kiara what exactly she's in for for the start of this podcast.
1: Let's go to the audio tape.
2: If you hear this part of the podcast, you have to record yourself singing the pen pineapple apple pen song and send it to the group chat.
1: Now, if she hears this part of the podcast, she has to send the word pineapple to the group chat. If she doesn't do it by next week, she has to sing the pen pineapple apple pen song on the podcast.
0: That's not happening. It is happening.
1: It is happening. Them's the rules, chief.
0: What the fuck? That's are the... unfortunate.
1: You don't know the pen pineapple apple pen song?
2: Pen, pineapple, pen pineapple, apple pen. That's apple, That's such pen. an
3: old
0: song, guys. Pen yeah.
1: pineapple. You just need, you <laughs> just need <laughs> to sing just just one chorus of it. Just one pen pineapple apple pen. But you have to do it in the voice.
0: What is the voice? Have you really know. never heard this? I have, but I haven't in years, so I don't remember there being a voice. And then it was like. Pen ap- pineapple apple pen like
2: pen pineapple. Apple what was the pen.
0: voice? What was so special about the it voice? It was basically
2: like a like a Gundam style like. I'm uh, sorry, this came
0: out literally in 2016. I'm so sorry, I don't remember something from
2: 2016. <laughs> My bad, dog.
1: Oh, hold on. A uh, first an ad, <laughs> but we're gonna cut out the ad because they didn't pay us for it
2: swiffer we will take any monetary uh payments if you want yeah to, i do
1: use a swiffer so if
2: you want to sponsor us also rolex rolex if you're listening to this i have a pen i have an apple uh apple pen i have a pen i have pineapple uh, pineapple pen apple pen pineapple pen
1: Pineapple, apple <laughs> That's what you need to do.
0: That will not be happening. Yes, it
1: will. Yes, it's it the will. Rules. Them's the rules. You no, didn't... we
0: didn't make him do shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. because we didn't say we were going to make him do anything on the podcast.
0: This will not be happening. We it we
1: built, built this punishment into the podcast. Mm-hmm. You said that you would listen to it. You can't not.
0: Yeah, I didn't say when. When?
2: We said we said when. We put dates. You okay, were but you didn't to tell it by me there was a at date, nine PM. But
0: you didn't how much? Well I if you were to listen, you would have known. You have to inform me of a deadline. We did. But you didn't, you didn't you put it, it on listen a thing it. that I wasn't
2: No 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 no. Your professor no. gives you a syllabus at the start of the year with all the assignments. Your professor can say nothing else for the rest of the semester. You know when those assignments are due, when the exams are. They don't have to remind you that it's there. You have a podcast that you were able to listen to the next day because it's in our folder. You could have listened to it on Sunday or Saturday, whenever it released, and we gave you up until tonight at nine o'clock. Then we said that you would have to sing it on the air tonight
1: while we record. So all you have to say is "pen pineapple apple pen" in the voice. That's all you got to do. No, 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 no. You I have can't to do that, do that I voice. Have an apple. I have a pen.
0: I have an apple. apple I have a pen. pen. No, 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 uh, no, no,
2: no, no. no. You gotta have pen. some rhythm with it. You have to have some rhythm with it. <laughs>
1: You didn't say it that time. You just danced. The <laughs> listeners can't see that.
0: I have a pen. I have an apple.
1: No, no, no. You gotta uh,
0: do it like him. Apple pen. I can't. Like I just. Do we I need physically to rerun cannot. the video. For I don't you? think
1: we need to rerun the video. I think Kiara remembers.
0: I don't know what you want Come from me on. right on. now. I cannot do that. Like you I need physically.
1: To see it. Put some. Can you just do the pen pineapple here. apple pen part at least? Oh.
2: Uh.
3: <laughs>
2: pen pineapple apple pen. Just do that. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: nah.
0: Pen pineapple apple pen.
2: Ben, where is the rhythm? <laughs>
0: I, i'm white i don't band. have any you played
2: band you want me to keep i like... didn't
0: play band
2: yes you did you said you did band for one year you did like the recorder or like the flute or I something did... like that or <laughs> trumpet the... you did trumpet
0: i played <laughs> the trumpet for like a month
2: okay so you did band you knew how to keep for tempo. a
0: month you yeah. right... <laughs>
2: it's a
1: fun.
0: in middle school
1: you knew what tempo was Pen pineapple apple pen like that
0: Pineapple apple apple oh pen. my god <laughs> oh my god,
3: god. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was so horrible <laughs>
0: I told you, I basically cannot do well, it. Well,
2: we're going to sit here until you figure it out. <laughs> pen, pineapple,
1: apple, pen. Five, six, seven,
0: eight. <laughs> wow, this must have been what it was like to be on Dance Moms. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. We were
1: watching Dance Moms edits while we waited for Kiara for this podcast. It was pretty great.
0: I don't know what you want from me. I can't do it. Like genuinely. Five,
1: six, seven, eight.
0: Pineapple.
1: No, it doesn't start with pineapple. Oh, pen,
0: apple, pineapple. no. <laughs>
1: Pen, pineapple, apple apple, pen.
0: Pine. No. Oh,
1: my God.
0: (laughs) Pen, pineapple, apple apple, pen.
1: Yeah, now with some rhythm.
0: Pen, (laughs) pineapple.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) I can't. I'm sorry. I have no rhythm. I'm white.
1: Pen, pineapple, apple, pen. Pen, you had to do the apple, oh. You had to put apple. them together. No, first. I th- don't worry about the all oh, right right now. You <laughs> just get this part first. It's easy to go oh. <laughs> pen pineapple apple pen.
0: Pen pineapple apple pen. With
1: the B, that was pretty close.
2: Pen pineapple apple pen. <laughs> Look.
0: Pen pen. No! Oh my gosh!
1: Oh my! <laughs> you can do it, Kiara. We believe really in you. I'm trying. You I just can't. <laughs> Pen, pineapple, pineapple apple.
0: apple, pen. Yeah, one more time. Pen, pineapple, apple, pen.
2: Uh, now put pen in the uh. Apple. Like, stop trying uh. to separate the words. Like, do it all together.
1: Yeah, just think of it as one continuous flowing word. Okay. Pen, pineapple, uh, apple, pine apple, pen.
0: Pineapple apple, pen. No.
1: It doesn't start with pineapple. I pine wrote apple. it down for you. Uh, read. Oh, uh, I'm <laughs> uh, so sorry. It's my bad
0: dog. Uh, pine,
2: oh. <laughs> she can't even read. <laughs> I have My an apple. I have a pen. Apple. Pen pineapple. Oh, apple pen. I have a pen. Pen.
3: <laughs> oh. pineapple.
1: I have a pen. Uh. Pineapple, pineapple pen. pen.
2: I have an apple.
1: No, it's pen. just, it's just apple, apple pen. pen. Pineapple pen. pen. Uh Pen pine pine pineapple apple, apple, apple pen. pen. There we go. There you pen go. That's all apple, you have to do. Apple pen. Just that one part. I feel like I'm super peeking every time I clap, but that's okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Pen pineapple
0: apple pen. Yep. Yeah. Then pen pineapple apple pen. Pen pineapple apple, apple, apple pen.
1: Oh, you had it. That was so going, close, was little, close. You just a little get a little pause before apple.
0: Pen, pineapple, apple, pen.
1: You <laughs> totally lost it that You're time. rushing it now.
2: <laughs> Can you pull up a metronome? Well, I think our metronome is pretty freaking good. Yeah.
0: It's not going to – I'm sorry. I don't have the ability. Come on.
2: Come on. Come on. Pen, pen pineapple,
0: pine, apple,
3: apple, apple pen. pen. There you go. and then that.
2: Pen, pineapple, apple, pen.
3: Uh. <laughs>
0: Uh, pen pineapple
3: uh, appleman.
1: The O was like. I oh. feel like that was that was as close as it's gonna get.
0: It's not gonna get better.
1: How how high have we peaked? Only twenty three on Kiara. Okay.
0: I don't know what you were expecting that to be like.
1: I was expecting it to be like that, and I would say it was worth it. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's like the first like six minutes of our podcast. I think that would be a
2: fairly fairly entertaining podcast to listen to at first.
1: Uh, that could be we our new sensor
2: sound. <laughs> uh, well, now Kira. we all know like Kiara has no rhythm or anything. You know, I've what's said sad, that though? several
0: times. I don't do think you ever we, said you had
2: no rhythm. Did we
0: not learn that when we were trying to get the like outro in the beginning? Oh my god, and the, the intro, intro, and I couldn't no, do no, it? no, that
2: was your intonation. Like you weren't saying it right. Like, I say
0: one thing. I say things in one tone, and that's just it's No, it that
2: goes. is not true. But you weren't. You didn't have any feeling behind your intro at first. It was like a twenty-minute process recording our intro. We we're trying
1: to record our intro. I had the first intro. one. Like, welcome, welcome to Life the, life, the Mashup. Up. No, but see, we gave you that one because you couldn't do the there other one. There was the, uh, the where four line. college
2: students, where no, four college the... students come together or something like that. Yeah, she. she it was like she was, like she was ending line. it. She wasn't leaving any room she to was keep going.
1: Like, she was saying it like a question at one point, where four college students come together. Like, do they? I don't know. I don't. Talk about all things life. Do
0: we still have that? No,
3: we deleted that.
2: Not did not we, no, it was, we, we did not I keep remember the ones it that it didn't it sounded work. more like she was definitively ending time. the sentence there when we go to say more about the four college students coming together to talk we, about. We
1: tried every single line to see which one Kiara could say. Yeah. But you got Welcome to Life the Mashup. I think I that think one that sounds, sounds good. The first. Yeah.
0: and that took several takes.
1: Welcome to Life the Mashup.
2: You know what's sad, though? For the OGs who who've been around for the podcast since episode one, you guys all know about, like, my love for the South. Without Kiara's rhythm, I always tell everybody, like, in the South, you only need to know two dances. You need to know the cha-cha slide and the cubic shuffle. I can do the cha-cha you slide. You can be a friendly person and you could get into anybody's grill Oh, no, that's out. The cubi-
0: wait, it's the cubic shuffle to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. Take it back now, y'all.
2: That's the cha-cha slide.
0: Oh, see, I can do <laughs> that one.
3: Um that goes cha
0: cha and copyright.
2: <ble> b- um but Yo- <sharp> <laughs> if Kiara's if Kiara's pace or or like rhythm is anything like how she was trying to do just now, doing the cha cha slider cubic shuffle, she's getting booted out the grill out so fast.
1: Kiara's the one that takes down the line of people doing the cut, and yeah. I know she starts <laughs> walking <laughs> in the wrong direction.
3: <laughs>
2: she's the one who goes right when it says rhythm. go left. Like, do, I do, have you, the definition do you know ha- how to
1: do the Cotton Eye Joe dance? Bananapan! Cotton Eye nah, nah, Joe. I've been married a long time ago. No, you didn't do it on time. Okay, we'll start over. Ready? She's ba, nah, not bah, do, Jana, do it on time. Cotton Eye Joe. I've been married a long time ago. Where did <laughs> you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe?
3: <mumbles>
0: <laughs> I heard that song's about an STD.
1: I think I heard that as well. Is cotton-eyed... I thought it
0: was like... M- oh, it's pen- the whole
1: pen, pineapple, apple pen thing. I
0: believe that it's an
2: STD. Oh, that is true. You were typing it wrong. When he says pen, pineapple, apple pen, like, it is one word. I think that's what was messing you up. Why put pen them Pen, pineapple, apple, apple everyone... pen is one word. Maybe our next podcast should be creating a pen, pineapple, apple pen.
0: How do you want to go about doing that?
2: Buy two pens, buy an apple, and buy a pineapple. He clearly states the instructions there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get an apple. you Get a pen. Uh, apple pen.
0: It's is it an actual like pineapple, STD?
2: Apple pen, or pineapple? I think pen. It,
1: it's so far. I think like, it's just is a it a saying for an STD? I don't think the guy that wrote it ever came out and said that it's about. Oh, STD. Oh, cotton eye Joe is supposed to be the Q-tip that swabbing <gasps> for the STD. Cotton eye oh, Joe. Cotton That on the makes end of the
0: Q-tip. sense. Okay. Or wait, hold on. There was more to it. Or just an STD? I think it said.
1: Eh? Or just um, another
0: name for STDs?
1: No, Cotton Eye Joe's another name for STDs. Is saying the song.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, I've been married a long time ago. Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? I I don't know. I I I think the theory is is cool, but it's a little loose.
0: I don't know. I heard that in like middle school, and I just ran with it. You know. Uh, let's see. I love that we're using Reddit as our news source.
1: Well, I use Reddit all the time.
0: Okay, Reddit who has copy and pasted Wikipedia.
1: I think this one makes more sense. The wood alcohol that was drank during Prohibition turning eyes milky white. I think that makes more sense for, like, the time period the song seems to fit to.
0: That makes When did Khan Idol come out?
2: Oh, speaking of time period, it's time for our trivia. I figured out my trivia question. 1995.
0: 1995. I don't feel I, like either. Either. That's, that's prohibition. Right. Now monthly STD thing.
1: Did they really write it? Yeah. It Says Ricky. There's like uh, there's three different people that come up for original. When did this one come out? Okay. That's 1981. Cool. So that one's even older. So oh.
2: that's not prohibition though.
1: No. It's not prohibition, but we don't know that any of those were really the original. Maybe that song was just around, and those are like the studio albums that recorded it.
2: Yeah. Okay. Trivia. Who, this is, so
1: you remember trivia from when JP did it, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. For two points, uh, for two points.
1: Let's keep a track of this, because we said I that, don't know. but I, JP wrote it down the first time, and I didn't write it down last time. No.
2: Okay, so for no points, just for funsies, who was the president when the Titanic sank?
1: And then we answer at the end? Yep. Okay. Kia, are you awake?
0: I don't even know what year the Titanic sank in
1: 1912. <laughs> Nineteen twelve? I yes. think so. It
0: Fabulous. set sail in nineteen twelve, so <laughs> it, it's so
1: <laughs> <laughs> it only set <laughs> sail one time. Well, I know, but I didn't know maybe like it set sail and then it was sailing over New York. Have Year's you heard Eve. that
0: like the like um conspiracy theory that like there was two Titanics?
2: No. That, and what?
0: And one sank and one didn't.
2: So where's the one that didn't what, sink? What's the conspiracy
1: <laughs> no. theory with that?
0: This is stupid.
1: There's there's a second boat that was kind of like the Titanic. It was called like the Oceania. I know or there was an
0: actual like second boat that wasn't the Titanic, but like some people think like, there was like an actual Titanic or that the Titanic. But what's didn't... the like?
2: What's the plot that goes or
0: along that it with there was a second the Titanic? The there's like a whole bunch Yeah. What's things. the
1: whole point of the conspiracy theory? I don't really. Know okay. Yet. This is one thing. Here's here's our topic for this week: conspiracy theories. Because one of the things that bothers me is some of them just have no purpose behind them like I oh, thought, we
2: did that I, one day i
1: think i think like this is the conspiracy and it's like okay if that were true what would it like who cares what does it change
0: are you what about the mandela effect do you believe in that
1: well the mandela effect is like a is considered like a psychological property it's not really a conspiracy theory
0: okay but i feel like that's like still like kind of in that realm because like if conspiracy theory is it, like that, like
1: like, like, Birds
0: are actually, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: have you ever seen a baby pigeon?
1: No, because they're robots sent out by the
2: government.
3: Yeah. You
2: but know, that's not ro- like not that not that's not wrong, but I've never seen a pigeon's nest or like a baby pigeon like that is. He's, exactly. he have to believe that. Like I'm not about to believe that is government stuff, but like that is true. Where do they okay. nest that?
1: I believe what the ornithologists that are Shrees. being paid off by the government are trying to tell us Ornithologists? Bird scientists. Oh. Um I believe what the government is paying them to say is that the birds hatch in their nest and then they get pretty close to full size or like what we like looks what looks pretty close to full size before they leave the nest. Like before they fully develop, like flying and like going away on their own. Which I think is what most birds do. Mm. Well, that's what the government's telling the ornithologists (laughs) to say. (laughs) But do we really know that? Do we? You could
2: find out. How? You could follow a pigeon. (laughs) who's gonna try to do that me on my
1: bike this summer i got (laughs) him on the move
0: boys (laughs) (laughs) you would need to follow like a male pigeon and a female pigeon
1: you could just
2: follow one pigeon until it goes back to its nest
1: yeah and see if there's baby pigeons in it
0: but what if that's just not a mama pigeon
2: well then you find another pigeon
0: but see then you could be tracking out pigeons unless or you could find a female and a male and you could wait for nature
2: so you're saying oh, I, you just take them a captive. I just take a them captive and make them reproduce?
1: Do we get a lot of pigeons here? No. I, I, I don't think I've we ever seen geese. a pigeon here.
2: <laughs> we get geese and seagulls.
1: Yeah. Do geese have nests? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Have you, you, you seen a baby geese? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. They're called goslings, and I actually have seen a lot of <laughs> them. And if you
0: get really close to them, the mother, like, wants to kill you. Man, I'll
2: take the Do mother
1: geese? one-on-one. Oh, they just make them on the ground.
0: Did get, like... Chomped by a goose.
1: Is it really a nest if you just don't put any effort in and make it on the ground? That's still a nest. It's just a. It's just a pot of sticks.
2: Honestly, we should go goose egg hunting and make like goose egg scrambled. What? What? No. No. Why? Why not? Them gonna be baby geese. They poop all over everywhere on the campus.
1: Okay, I I need to like pause. You know that like the the the. the eggs in the nest are usually the fertilized ones. And if you just crack that open over a frying pan, you're gonna get a partway developed goose embryo and not like a yolk. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, maybe we get it early enough to where there is no
1: embryo.
0: No, no. If it's in a... (laughs) How, like, wait. it's
1: a fertilized goose egg. Yeah. The, the eggs you eat are a chicken's menstruation. Yes,
0: they're not fertilized. Because they're
1: not fertilized. You eat a chicken's period every time you crack open one of those eggs because it would don't be unfertilized. Like that. That's
2: what it
0: is. What did you – hold on. I'm so sorry. What did you think an egg? I
2: knew that there was a difference between fertilized and unfertilized egg. But I figured if you get an, a fertilized egg early enough, it still just looks like a regular egg when you crack it open.
1: I, I don't know. I don't
3: know. if I think – like, by unless, the time it's out, there's Unless it's if it's
2: fertilized and, like, the egg grows around the the fetus as it's growing in the chicken, I'm pre- I, like, I would assume that I they all like look the same. I feel like by the time,
0: time it's for, there's at least something in Look
2: there. at, like, the development of a fertilized egg.
1: The development of a what? Can't of a fertilized egg. It says it's safe to eat. I oh, it says if, unless the egg is incubated, the tiny cluster of cells will not develop. So it'd probably be pretty much the same thing, I guess. Okay, yeah.
2: so yeah, so it fertilize it like grows the embryo after it's laid. So if you got it early
1: enough, you could cook it.
0: Wow. Okay, but I mean,
1: or you could just eat baloo. Didn't we talk about this on the podcast? Baloo, one time?
2: what is this?
0: We've never
1: talked about this. No, baloo. What? Baloo is a fertilized duck egg that oh. is close to hatching. That you then boil and you eat like the duck, like the mostly developed duck embryo.
2: What? Click on that.
0: This is like a delicacy, and like.
1: It's a, it's like a street food from what I understand.
0: Oh, it's a street food? I thought there was like some like high class. Like that density.
1: has beaks and talons. Though. It's, it's like a yeah,
2: mostly like developed duck egg
0: and duck. then you, you
1: boil it and the embryo dies and then you eat it. How do you eat all that? Do you though? eat that it like, like
0: head and th- all? Like what do you I
1: think you eat all of it, yeah. You don't I, I, like look up a video. Do you
0: suck it? What do you
1: <laughs> How is it... Do you suck it? How
0: is it consumed? I'm so confused. Do you like
1: a spoon.
2: Look up a video. For
0: I need to see like it. yeah.
1: Ten steps with pictures that's not a video. I went to the videos, Go
0: to YouTube. I'm gonna show
1: you how I eat banana. Okay. We don't we don't need the audio. Just Okay. So they crack it open and then they and peel the, off the yeah. like the like film. And I think they suck okay, out the so juice. You do
0: suck. Okay. There's
1: like there's like the what is it like? It's amniotic fluid, but it's yeah. an egg? Like chicken noodle soup, she says. Oh, oh! And then they kind of took the whole thing out. I feel like when I've seen this before, it's like a street food. They just eat it right out of the shell.
2: That doesn't look like what they were showing, though. That looks less developed. Like the one that the image was showing, like there was a, there was like a whole duck. She doesn't look like she's eating a whole duck.
1: I think she is. Think no, because that's,
2: cause that's right. like the yolk there. There's not like a baby duck right there. Or no, a goose. look,
0: that's the head. I think.
2: No. There was no body. Look, those, those, It wasn't those are as feathers. it wasn't as developed as the other one, though.
0: At what state?
1: I believe it's like.
0: Who was the first person to do this? I feel like it had to it have been probably an was accident.
2: someone who, yeah, accidentally boiled a, a goose
0: and was like, "I guess I'm eating
1: this today."
2: Full sun or no sun? Um, it looks
1: like you can. Com- I don't know. Huh. Fertilized duck eggs are incubated. Complete development and hatching of duck eggs occurs in 28 days, and I think I saw somewhere that they're removed after 18 days. So they're over halfway developed. They have, like, they have like a little over a week left. Hmm. I don't know. What were we talking about? Conspiracy, Conspiracy theories. Because <laughs> there are some that, like, I get why people are conspiring about them. Like what? Um...
0: Like, we didn't go on the moon?
1: Like, we didn't go to the moon. Like, I get why people are conspiring about it. JFK
0: was, like, an inside job? It does. Like,
1: I get, like, aside from all the facts that show that it's not true, I understand what they consider to be the motivation, that they say, like, they faked it because they wanted to make the Soviet Union think that they went to the moon. Like, that would be their impetus behind it. But there are some conspiracy theories where it's like what, what like the, the earth is flat yeah Why, why would they be like what purpose do they have to tell us that
2: that is a good question
1: like who is it benefiting to fake the fact that the earth is flat when I was in my, one of my freshman seminar classes, we had to do this debate thing where everyone was assigned to conspiracy theory and you either had to do like the pro – like the reasonable side or the like conspiracy side. And I was so lucky that I had, to, I had to fight the people that thought the earth was flat and it was so easy because their logic is so flimsy for most of the things where the earth is a donut and the sky above you is the ocean. Hmm? That's one of the theories. The Earth is donut-shaped, so, like, when you look up, you're seeing the other part of the Earth, like, curling over above you, and that's the ocean. That's why it's blue.
2: But so the horizon.
1: <laughs> and the sun. Where does the – and the moon. Like, are they also <laughs> donuts? Why don't I also, also see, glass. like, the Earth curving, like, what in the horizon? What about nighttime Why has a fish
0: never <laughs> fallen from the sky? <laughs>
1: That's the other thing that like so many of them just – it doesn't make any – like all the, all the earth shape theories, almost none of them have their theory of gra- – like the the official Flat Earth Society said that the flat earth, like the whole thing is just accelerating upward at 9.81 or whatever meters per second squared. And that's why we feel like we have gravity like that because that's what the acceleration due to gravity is here on really? our spheroid but earth. But that wouldn't – isn't
2: or, the gravity just due to the – like – Mass acts on mass. They're,
1: they're saying that gravity doesn't really exist. The whole flat disk of Earth is going upward, and therefore, like, we're being brought with it. Oh. So when you, like— So
0: we're just continually when I, rising?
1: Yeah, when I take this thing and I let go of it, it's not actually, the like, my knife, which is in my hand, falling. It's our big disk of Earth is going upward and— we Since we're also going upward, we see it as this falling, but really this is staying in place, and the whole Earth is shooting upward at accelerating at 9.81 meters per second squared. But then with that theory, it's, it's accelerating. It's gonna oh, going to keep going faster and faster forever. Squared. The yeah.
2: acceleration squared?
1: Yeah, meters per second squared because velocity oh. is just meters per second. Gotcha. So it's going to keep – so like assume that that's been going since like the beginning of time. The whole Earth disk would be flying like – I don't know. It's going to be like billions, trillions, like, uh, meters per second through the air yeah. or through this, through open space. What is the point to that theory? Like, what would they have to hide? <laughs> so many people say it's like it's the airline companies. They want to charge you more.
2: How it's, are they charging
1: what? you any more? Because, we, because we've been you, talking about this since before airplanes were around. <laughs> I
0: think that, like, the thought process is that if the Earth is flat, there are quicker routes. But because it's spherical and they have to be like, we have to go around this, like, canal. Yeah, but also maybe, right, here's the theory. They don't want people to know that Earth <laughs> because then everybody would just eat themselves off the Earth.
1: Are you saying the edge thing? There yeah. is a faction of Flat Earthers that have this theory that the edge is a giant ice wall that's guarded by pirates.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this, this is my favorite An thing.
1: ice wall guarded by pirates? And here's yeah. one. Of, here's one of their greatest, like, Um greatest arguments, the flat earth that they think of, like when they describe the flat earth, is the United Nations logo. That's what I just pulled up. Mm -hmm. The United Nations logo is what they interpret to be the flat earth. So this whole border is an ice wall guarded by pirates. So So it's not Antarctica. It goes around the whole edge. That's like Antarctica at the bottom. But really it's just a big wall that's guarded by ice pirates.
2: My question would be for them. How do you explain – Like geographical uh, like climates. Like in this case, the entire Earth would be one climate.
1: Well, so actually how they view the sun is the sun is like a point. It's this this whole thing is flying upward like this. The sun, I think they still think is a sphere or it's its own flat disk. But it actually goes in a circle like this on top of the Earth. That still yep. So it climate. rotates
0: us we don't well, rotate. so
1: it's things. it's saying that like like to to a degree the equator would still be the same cuz it's heating this part the most cuz it sort of travels around like the midline of the radius.
0: So instead of like us being sta- I mean the sun being stationary we're the stationary thing the sun is the no, thing. No, we're
2: not working. stationary apparently. Well,
1: if you if you Isn't forget the fact literally. that the whole system well, is moving up Well, yes, upward. but everything's oh, moving gotcha. so we're we're we relative to the sun stationary the because same.
0: we're do- we're moving at the same speed of earth.
1: Got and you. then like the moon is like opposite it. And I believe someone was like, Well, what about eclipses? And they were like, It's the government.
2: <laughs> what about planets? Planets have different gravity. Are they just moving slower?
1: The planets don't really exist. That's just the government yeah. too.
0: They're all lying to you. <laughs> and we've never been on the moon and
2: you know, people have too much time and think that people care about us way too much. They don't care about us
1: that like much. Like
0: at some point, take off the tinfoil hat, buddy.
1: Well, see, that's the thing. That, like that was, my point with the whole moon thing was like the – we didn't go to the moon people have a reason behind why this would be hidden from us. They don't want to be embarrassed by the fact that they couldn't get to the moon and therefore like we didn't beat the – like we didn't really beat the Soviets to the moon. Like they have something to hide. Mm-hmm. No one has anything to hide with flat earthers. Even like – this one's way out there and it's a super political one. But did you guys hear about Pizzagate? <laughs> what? <laughs> PizzaGate. I'll I'll look it up to make sure I don't miss anything. But PizzaGate was basically a a, a like Republican conspiracy theory that there was this pizza place. Um I think yep. it's in Washington D.C. Yep. Yes. Um which supposedly um this was like the pizza place that Democrats went to and like they were like they would do pedophilia to children in this pizza place. Yeah. It was called PizzaGate. Hmm.
0: They yeah, because everybody knows that if you're gonna be a pedophile you need pizza.
1: Okay. Let me see if I can find like some real info on this. Um uh should frazzle drip. yeah. Involved Hillary Hillary Clinton Clinton participating in the ritual murder of a child. Do (laughs) I believe that all politicians are good people? No. But I feel like most of them don't ritualistically kill children.
0: You know.
2: I would have to concur.
0: (laughs) I do believe.
1: Um,
0: I just feel like it's funny. Some of them are like funny and then I like remember that some people like genuinely believe that. Genuinely believe that these things
1: are real. Yeah.
0: Like, that's crazy.
1: What are some other good conspiracy theories? Uh, so even like, – I'll, I'll just – like I don't know what I was saying before. Pizzagate, although it was absurd, had an agenda. Like, yeah. it was created for a reason. It was about partisanism originally. Um, same, the flat earthers, what's the agenda?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, what did they want people? Um, <laughs> some people Angus, Sometimes, to believe that Christopher Columbus like didn't do what Christopher burn.
0: Columbus said he did
1: see but there was an Adam Ruins Everything and I've never fact checked this but there there was an Adam Ruins Everything bit and he's not super right on everything all the time so I don't know if this is right but that said that Christopher Columbus theory of the earth was that it was shaped like like a pear where like if you sailed around the top it was faster than if you sailed around the bottom because it was wider on the bottom so Christopher Columbus wouldn't have been right either way.
0: But he still thought it was, like, a spherical, like, yeah. shape. And that's where the, everybody gets, the, like, Christopher Columbus. Well, the I mean, ocean technically, blue. if he yeah. did sail In 1492, around the top of Earth. That's like, the correct the saying, axis, right? The,
1: yes, like. The Am dynamic, I dumb?
2: The circumference around the yeah, top of the of that sphere. of that, like, minor
1: one. But he was saying, like, basically, like, the top of the Earth is, like, really, really small. And the bottom is, like, significantly larger. Oh, I don't know. Man. I that, don't... W- that one really, really gets to me. The flat earthers. <laughs> Especially the guy that brought a level on an airplane to prove that the earth was flat. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, no shit. It's going to stay flat because <laughs> of gravity. Those levels work with gravity. He brought one of those little bubble levels, which apparently is called a spirit level. I didn't know that until I read about this guy. But he brought one of those little bubble levels on an airplane to prove that the earth was flat. Bruh.
0: Well... I don't, the fact that he got you, the
1: TSA without being questioned
2: why <laughs> he needed a leveler.
0: Well, because it's not like a
2: but it's weird. weapon. People it could bring be, weird it shit through weapon. TSA yeah, all the all time. The time also, like the
0: TSA is there just to make you feel comfortable. Like, they don't really, like... They're Because, uh, like, like, they do studies all the time, and, like, a bunch of things make it through TSA that, like, yeah, shouldn't.
1: There's been a lot of studies that TSA isn't very effective, but they greatly increase the, like, the feeling of people being safe. We talked about this a little bit in our EMT class, and I suppose it also sort of relates to a conspiracy theory in that one of the instructors, I mean, we kind of talked about having, like, a medical day today because it's three of us without Humpa. and... Um, One of the instructors for our EMT class was a former state trooper, and he posed the question of are we – like did we get much better with security since big terrorism attacks like 9-11? And my position on this is sort of in the realm that we've prepared ourselves somewhat well to prevent another thing exactly – like that, because even if the TSA is ineffective, it's a lot harder now to get from the passenger area of a plane into the pilot area of a plane um, than it used to be. And they did increase the number of like randomized air marshals on flights and stuff like that. Um, so I think that we did do a good job preparing ourselves for another attack like that. But did we really prepare ourselves super well for the next? big thing out there that's like really wild and new like we can't prepare ourselves for something we don't know is coming i guess
2: yeah, that's true
0: i think yeah it's genuinely just to give people an ease of mind though like we will never have that again in that specific way we will never have another nine eleven. Mm-hmm. but i mean we did then go on to have like the boston like bombing the boston bombing yeah So, like, people found – you're going to – if people want to find a way to harm people, they're going to. It's disgusting, but it's the truth. So, I mean, I don't think there's fully ever going to be a way – because you really don't know what's coming next.
2: I mean, even more prevalent than that, like, this has been around before 9-11 and still after 9-11. Like,
1: school shootings are still a thing, and it happens all the time. Just mass shootings. Well, because we haven't done anything
0: to help that, but that's –
1: I would say just mass shootings in general because recently school shootings have been a really big point in the media. But, I mean, how long ago was it – there was the Las Vegas shooting because mm-hmm. that was huge at the time. Yep. The Las Vegas shooting like from a hotel window into – I
0: think it was like a – It was a concert something. It was a country concert,
1: um, I think. And it's something that like I don't really even remember that many of the details from. But that was five years ago now. Six mm-hmm. years ago. Or not quite six years ago, I suppose. It was in 2017. Um and then that was one of the things where it was like – he was like shooting from uh, a hotel room and it was another thing where they are like, well, from now on we're going to have hotel room windows that don't open like at all because before they could open a little bit. Well, they used to be able to open a ton and then people were committing suicides and then they opened – only opened a little bit. And now there are places that are having hotel room windows not open at all because I think he was shooting through an open window, right? He didn't, yeah. He didn't cut a win- – he didn't get a hole in it or anything.
0: No, he just – he opened the window and went at it I believe.
1: yeah. Um, But, like, there are things that people don't really consider. Like, I'm sure when there were people committing suicide and they said, well, let's only have the window open a little bit, they thought they were doing the right thing. They didn't predict that at some point someone was going to try and shoot people out of a window because they just didn't think that was going to be something they needed to prevent.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I think, like, obviously school shootings are very – I'm not trying to play down school shootings, but mass shootings just in general – have been around for a long time. And there there are, like, little steps that get done from time to time. Um, stuff like that, you know, let's not have windows open at all. But even that, how hard is it to break a hotel window? I mean, I feel like if you're about to open fire on a bunch of people. Right. Then you don't have that many qualms about getting an extra bill attached to your room fee. Um, <laughs> This
2: man said an extra bill attached to your room fee.
1: And then, like, I don't know. Kiara, you went to – what was the smallest school you ever went to? Because you went to several different schools, like graduating class size. What was the smallest school you ever went to?
0: I think it was 60, maybe a little over under.
1: Did you guys have an SRO when you were there? Nope. No. I, I went to a school that was smaller than that, like 30 people. Never had, We never had an SRO, which – I, I don't know if that's like a universal terminology, but where Student I was from, a officer. school resource officer was a, like a legit police officer that came from the police department, but their job was to police the school. And theoretically, they would perf- like perform some sort of security in an event like that, but we never had one just because the school was small and we didn't have like – the town I'm from has no town police department, the closest – quote-unquote local PD is, like, the city that's nearby. But that's almost half an hour away. And then I think in that same city is when our, where our county sheriff's office is, which is the area that sort of, like, technically presides over where I am from. But they're also, like, half an hour away. And then the next thing after that is the state police. But none of those people are ever right there at the school. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have an SRO? like? We in, had at, an
2: officer, at, yeah. I don't know if he was armed, though.
1: Okay. That's another thing. There are a lot of schools that require – I don't know if it require, but um, our D.A.R.E. officer – that was the only time we had an officer, like, at the school. It was a sheriff's deputy technically, but um, he was allowed to continue to have his weapon on him, his firearm. But he was only there, like, every Friday afternoon in the spring when the whole D.A.R.E. thing was going on. Like, D.A.R.E. was only – a, a short period of the year and it was just part of the day.
0: Yeah, out of all the schools I went to, only one of them had one.
1: Was it up like northern US or was it when you were living down it in the south? It was Okay.
0: But yeah, it was only one and it was still like a smaller school district, but I think it's just cuz it was a it was a lot of small towns came together to make one mm-hmm. school so they yeah. they just had more resources. Um yeah, I think that's just. I think it's just luck of the draw, but I don't know. Because when I was in smaller schools, we had one where like once a year a cop came in to be like, "Don't do drugs, kids," mm-hmm. and that was the only time that like there was a cop in the school. But like,
1: the only time that we had cops was for like sporting events, like just like, just like like just like collegiate sporting events. Our high school sporting events had police there for like if the crowd started to go yeah. absolutely whack shit, or they
0: would like come in during like lockdown drills to make sure nobody had drugs in their locker we
1: when never, i was in we Georgia, never had one
2: of those we
0: had those a couple of times
2: we had a police station that was right next to the high school like not that the high school was bad or anything but it just was super close mm-hmm. i don't i don't remember in tennessee because i was in like elementary school but we i could figure there wasn't that many that it wasn't that far to get a cop like from wherever they were at to the school i was at and when i went to high school in new york there was that one guy who was already always there. He wore he he wore like a ballistics vest basically every day. I do remember that because he had like a big, like it. It wasn't that he was built big and blocky, but he wore his vest and it made him look big and blocky. So I could assume he probably had a gun on him. But even then, I don't. We were next. I, I'm pretty sure the police station was like pretty close to the high school too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like. I, I wasn't really expecting anything to pop off at the high school. Well, I guess you never expect it
3: anyway.
0: Yeah, never really no one's had, ever, we, like, expecting that to happen. We
1: had, I think, like, one bomb threat get called in by a student when I was in, like, middle school. And that was, I think, the only time that ever really happened. Except it wasn't even, like, called in.
2: You Dumb know,
1: dumbass posted it on Facebook. In, like, with
2: his profile. In Georgia, we used to get, like, especially towards the end of the year, we used to get bomb threats, like, once like, like one or three, at the end of the school year, like throughout the ending months. But when I came here, we didn't have a single bomb threat in, at my high school in New York. Out of the entire three years I was there,
1: mm-hmm. I went to the same. I went to the same school for eleven years, and not once did we ever have like a threat during the school day where we needed to, like, we, where we got, like, a hold in place or a lockdown or anything like that. Really? Never. Nope. Um, the few times that we would get hold in place, held in – well, that was what it was – like, we, we never once went into a lockdown. Every once in a while, we'd get a hold in place. Mm-hmm. But that was just where you just – like, students just didn't leave the classroom for a little while. Mm-hmm. The most common ones for that were, like, there's a student that puked in the hallway or something. Um, and they would hold us in place for like five minutes while the janitor cleaned it up. Like it, it just – if it was towards the end of the period. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing that we would get – hold on. We're having software be slow issues. There we go. Um The other thing we would get from time to time – and I've talked about this before on here. I never ended up in this situation but I could have. When we would have students that would come be picked up. I suppose anytime they came to get picked up by an ambulance, we would put them in a hold in place. But one of the more common ones is when they came to get picked up by the ambulance to go in for a psych eval, um, the students would get put in a hold in place. Um, and then the ambulance would pull around our bus entrance because there was like a little pavilion there where the student could get from usually the guidance counselor's office to the ambulance without anyone ever seeing them. They didn't bring in a stretcher or everything for that patient walked to ambulance without assistance as you might write it in the chart
0: <laughs> i had a couple i think we had a couple holding places and we had a couple so we had a bomb threat once so they just made mm-hmm. us go home early dude left a note in the bathroom
2: Bruh. speaking about writing charts
0: and then we had a couple where there was somebody like close by like outside of the school with a gun
1: Oh, what Like, they called in a threat or they just saw someone close by with a school and they were like, let's put it in a preemptive lockdown. Mm -hmm.
2: I think that might have happened once where I went to high school in New York. There was, like, somebody in town with a gun or, like, had shot something up and then we went to a lockdown. When I was in
0: elementary school, there was somebody that was, like, around the school with a gun. When I was in, I think, middle school or high school, there was somebody that had, like, posted on social media that they were going to come to the school. So we were put on a lockdown i think then
1: so that happened to us but the one that i was talking about with that it was a bomb threat it wasn't a it wasn't a shooting threat if i remember correctly it was our february break at my high school like our like first week long break of the spring and we had a big winter carnival thing during that time and they called in the threat to the winter carnival so we didn't need to get put in a lockdown or anything Mm -hmm. they had like preemptively canceled something and then they sort of the threat was like two and a half days beforehand. So they sort of like they felt like it was dealt with and they uncanceled it. Um, I don't know. I didn't know I didn't know the student that that called it in that well, but I didn't know who he was because I knew who everyone was at my high school.
0: Well when there's two of you. Ha ha <laughs>
1: I'll have you know that kindergarten through twelfth grade, my school boasts a solid four hundred to four hundred and fifty students.
0: From So K why don't you suck four hundred total
1: 400 to 450 depending on the year Whoa,
0: (laughs) big numbers guys
2: i wanted to ask uh speaking of charting because we were talking about like maybe this would be a medical podcast i don't know if we said this last time or like last time kiara was here um but now she's officially she's also officially a emt how do you guys feel Like, doing EMS stuff now, like, with actual cards, do you feel like
1: it's any different from when we were in the class? You mean, like, now that we have our official – have you gotten your card yet, Kiara?
0: I have not gotten my official. I still (gasps) have my temporary.
1: Uh Oh. Did it – do you know if it, like, has gone to your P.O. box and you just haven't picked it up? I don't
0: know. I have to call my mom. Okay.
1: Maybe
2: you could call birth. She should be on the podcast.
0: It's – here's the problem when you're, like, call If I call my mother at almost 1030 at night, like, she's going to think I'm, like, dying.
2: Just it's tell her that the podcast wanted to talk to her. Angus and Devon.
0: Do we want to call in? No. I think we should. No. Yeah, why no. not?
1: Why not? Because Devon asked a different question. I think we should answer that instead. And then we'll go over No. <laughs> <laughs> Well we need we need to set up one of those things where we can like call through the computer so that we can route her audio Along. line right into the thing. <laughs> You're I, on the air. <laughs> I'll
0: answer the question. <laughs> we
1: could start doing prank call podcasts. That would be hilarious <laughs> since we cord and like recorded Is your like later. <laughs> well
0: now that JP's not here in person, we can like have special guests.
1: We can, but I tried to get SJ to come. Yeah, Devon tried to get my girlfriend to come, but she's she has work. Like actual work, like getting paid work. Not Do you want
0: a, one of my sorority siblings? I could probably no. Well,
1: Devon's yeah, Devon's question. Si-
2: si- no, we're gonna get into that later. Hold up. I no, we're go not ahead. gonna
1: get into that later. Devon's... maybe like?
2: not. Maybe
0: not. Hold on. on the what air. is your problem, my sorority? Not siblings? on the air.
1: Go ahead. Devon's question was, "Do you feel any different?" I would say that up until very recently, no, and it's part of the way that EMS works. Once you start ride time, you kind of get your most of your scope of practice as an EMT um, because you need to be able to practice those skills while on ride time so I'd say like do I feel different than a year ago when I was a lifeguard Um, yes do I feel different than like November or December not a lot Mm. what about you
3: Kira
0: I haven't been able I haven't had to like be on a call currently as like an EMT
3: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I've only done it during ride time and we have non-meds in our agency. Got it. Um, So I don't know fully. I can't give, like, a full answer. It doesn't feel that different. But, like, I mean, I guess there's just now a level of, like, people, like, presume that I can actively do it.
2: Yeah, right? I was going to – I think the biggest difference for me is, like, I'm trying to really push to get cleared at our home agency and not necessarily the agency that we also run with because, like, that one's a little bit more – it's in the town – and so it's un- it's more unpredictable than our collegiate EMS agency, um, and I feel like it's like been I'm 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 being held to a higher like degree of like this is when I'll feel like you're ready to run, and so I'm really trying to figure out like what that is that I need to prove to them to so that like I'm good, I'm ready to go because I really don't want to be in the position of uh, not having anybody ready to go, and I think I'll be like. I'd be really proud of myself once I'm like I can I can run by myself like I can I can man the duty cruise.
1: Like run by yourself like transport or like
2: no run by myself university. Okay. When I I I I'll feel proud of myself for transport too, but I don't expect that to be anytime soon. Maybe this time next year I'll feel like that, but I'm nowhere near ready to feel like I'm ready to run transport by myself.
1: Yeah. So I said up until recently, because I didn't tell Devon about this, but I am transport cleared. So oh, nice. I can run by myself with our transport agency. Um
2: maybe I could run as your third
1: one night. Yeah, you can now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we can have a great night one Saturday night. Of I knew
0: being something on before here. Angit I before Devon did.
1: Um Wow. So I would like it definitely does feel that I haven't run any shifts. I haven't run any offic- shifts officially on as the primary caregiver. Um, however, the last couple shifts I've run, uh, it's the only people signed up have been myself and a driver. And mm-hmm. I like the last, like last weekend or not last week, maybe the weekend before that when I was running. Every call we ran, I ran as the primary caregiver, so it was effectively like I was the only person because I was the only person like back there in the ambulance, mm-hmm. even though technically I was not on as the primary caregiver. Gotcha. That's super dope though. The problem that I'm sort of running into that at this point Devon sort of is as well with our collegiate agency is just that our clearing process and the like countywide clearing process looks a little bit different in that with our home agency, you need to run calls with like certain specific people that make the decisions and – if you run a call and that person isn't available, you can still go to the call. It's still helpful. You still get, like, better your skills, but it may not necessarily, like, that cal- call can't be counted as, like, the sign-off call, uh, mm-hmm. which is sort of what I'm running into right now. I feel comfortable on my calls, but there's certain people that it's like, I need to run a call with you. And when I'm on with you, nothing happens because, you know, it's like quiet night, sleepy time.
3: Yeah. mm mm-hmm.
1: But I would say other than that, didn't like – before that, it really didn't feel that much different than the class, mm-hmm. especially like when I was running with the EMT that was sort of like my trainer after I finished the class, person that was helping me get ready to get cleared. Um, She would have me run calls as if I were the primary and like I would write the chart as a primary. Mm-hmm. But if there was ever something that I was like – I feel like I'm missing something. I'd always turn and be like, hey, what am, I, like, what am I missing? What what could I do next? Whereas now, you're the only person in the back of that ambulance. You got to know what's what's going on.
2: Yeah, and I think, like, again, we just get more – it's more of a variety. And I, I still get the nerves for every single call. And I think once one – like, those nerves start to go away for every single call, and I'm able to, like, think through, like, okay, I'm going to get to this call. What am I going to ask first? What am I going to do mm-hmm. first? What am I looking for? Uh, like, once I get to that point, I'll be ready to, like, start getting myself to the point where I can run calls sufficiently by myself. But I'm still at that point where, like, every time there's a fall call or every time there's, like, an unconscious or every time there's a breathing problem, it's like, oh, I'm going to have a full coat this time. Oh, man, here we go again. You know, it's still those, like, 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 I get nervous for every call. And I don't I, I, I don't feel like I don't feel that way when we're running calls. uh. At, on the collegiate campus EMS, but I do feel that way when we go to town. Just because I don't know, there's a different feeling. Like you, you, there's definitely a different feeling. You really don't like. You don't ever know what a call's going to be right be like, but you really don't know for a town because so many different people show in different ways and like you know have different medicines and symptoms and all that stuff.
1: One of the things for me that it is that here at our campus agency. Our campus, like, security group is the one that pages out most of our calls. The one that says, like, hey, this person needs help, can you come help them? They usually do a pretty good job telling you what's happening in the page they send out. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about the county people, when they send out a page, it says, breathing. The end, like. And if
2: the person, like, like you, you, I'll say, you can usually tell, I've learned this, the severity of the call. If there's more information. Because they'll say breathing. And then sometimes they'll be like, okay, like the color stayed on the line. This is – they said like they're, they're not – they didn't they're lose consciousness. They're like, you know, it's just generalized like like tiredness from trying to breathe so heavy. And then there's some where it says like color hang up or like color not responsive after. And I, I assume those are the ones where you're like, okay, this might be a little bit more serious.
1: <laughs> you know, it's definitely like – It's definitely a different feeling even though technically running with collegiate EMS at any point, even if it's unlikely – I mean it's possible for a student. But even if it's unlikely for a student, you could have some 85-year-old professor emeritus just Mm -hmm. drop, have a heart attack like right there and be a full code. That It's 100 percent possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And then – but like running with the town, it's definitely a different feeling because you're covering a much – Wider population base, where there's there's a like and there's an okay chance every night that you get to the station that that night you could be running a full code, like someone could die and it's your responsibility to keep them alive. Yeah, and running with collegiate EMS, that's a possibility, but look at our call statistics and you'd see that it's a slimmer possibility. You need mm. to be prepared for everything, but. There are certain things that you just see more often some places than others.
2: Yeah, and I will say, I think that maybe me having run into that encounter before, like, honestly and truthfully, it has, like, uh, I don't know, like, scared me a bit. Like, it was it was kind of crazy to go through that call so early on into doing EMS. And it's definitely a big learning experience, but it definitely does kind of, like, make you step back for a second Um, so I think that might be part of the reason why, but still like, there's just still so many things like even, even like you learn in the class, anything could turn into anything like, Mm -hmm. like, like you could start out with chest pain. Now they're into a TIA or something like that. And then I don't know, stroke leads to cardiac arrest or something like that. So it's still all those, like when I'm in the back of the ambulance going to the right, it's still what if scenarios running through my head. And it's like, like I'm scaring myself for the call before I even see what's happening because I'm already like. Like in my head, when I get there, ten minutes in, we're running the code.
1: Yeah, and I think that like there's a little bit of balance and like there's a little bit of balance to that because there's the guy that just sits there and says, "I'm not going to think about this patient until I see him." Um, and then there's the guy that's sitting there and running through like every call as a code. Like, like you get called out for like I broke my arm. It's gonna he's gonna die. Like, but I think there's a balance between there as well of on the ride to the call with whatever information you have, building up just that like little bit of differential diagnosis and knowing those first five or six questions you're going to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get in there, I mean, I feel like for me, our training did a good job where like when I get into a room and I see a patient, um, the questions do start to like flow out of me without me needing to like super think about it my brain does go a little bit into like an auto processing mode of knowing what i need to ask not Mm -hmm. auto processing where like my mind's off wandering and i'm like treating this person unconsciously but like i don't need to think back like all right page 127 of the textbook respiratory emergencies i should like (laughs) like i sort of just like i i know what i need to be asking the patient
2: yeah and i think that's also something that i i think this is more of like a uh, insecurity of mine is that the people I've run with, um, are very, very, very good at communicating. Mm-hmm. Like there was one time I was running with, you know, our advisor for the collegiate mm-hmm. EMS. Um, and cause he, he works as a, as the assistant chief for the town. Um, but we had a patient who was nonverbal, like they were just disabled, they didn't talk at all. They like they like grunted at like pain or whatever, but they weren't they were their baseline was nonverbal. Mm-hmm. And um the entire ride to the to the hospital, if you didn't know or like weren't in the back of the ambulance and you like only heard a recording, you would have thought this person was fully like uh verbal or like was fully acknowledging the things that he was saying. And I think that's something that I know I would struggle with. Like, I, 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 in that case, I would have been doing stuff. I might have been like saying a couple of things, but I wouldn't have known what to say or how what to say or how to like, you know, tiptoe the line of like just not not just going on and treating this patient without like giving them respect of them like needing to know, but also knowing like I they they might or might not understand what I'm saying. Um, or even just like with other patients, like the other night I was running with that same advisor and his wife. Um, and we had this really drunk kid and she was able to communicate so well with this kid. He went from shaking his head and nodding his head at questions and answering her in like, you know, like two or three like spurt words because she was like, you know, like in order to, if you even want the ability to, the chance to be signed off even though he wasn't gonna get signed off um she was like we need you to like say words um but that was that was another like 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 that was really good for uh like seeing communication things like that and I was talking to her and she was like you know not everybody knows how to communicate like that innately and she says not innate but she's also a social worker so she kind of like forces people to talk to her even though they don't want to for a living um <laughs>
1: i don't know if i that describe that as all that social workers do they no but it's part of her it's part of her to. skill set as a social it worker
2: is. and like I, she works with with the health center so i don't know if she's a counselor or anything or just a social worker either way she she communicates a lot for her job is more of the story um but she was saying that it, it's not innate for anybody like it, you'll learn it on the way it's just going to take time and i think Those are the two things that I really want to wait for before I'm ready to say like, hey, I'm ready to go by myself is like, you know, getting comfortable with like not getting the shakes before like when a page comes out and two, not feeling like I have to like go through my brain to feel like, okay, well, what do I want to say to this person? Because I don't want it to be a silent ride to the hospital.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's something that I will say. I I do a, a pretty good I do a good job communicating medically with the patients. But every once in a while, you got like you got old Grandpa Scott in the back of the ambulance, and you had to drive way out to the middle of East Bumfuck, yeah. nowhere to get to his shack. And what are you supposed to say? Like, how was the depression? You, you <laughs> got a 45-minute drive back to the hospital. You covered everything medically. He's stable. You're, like, watching him, everything. And then now it's just you and him in the back of the ambulance alone. What are you going to chit-chat about? You
2: seen the Bills game, lady? Literally,
1: the thing, that, <laughs> the thing that I saw every provider go to that I just started going to is... How long you lived in this area? Like, you've been here your whole life? And then almost every old person goes off with, well, let me tell you, when I was growing up here, we didn't have no darn electricity. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we went cow tipping for fun. (laughs) Um, And my communication is generally good, but my chit-chatting isn't very good. And um, I don't want to ask patients the same questions over and over again. Like, I'm able to perform my care, but when you're on like a 40-minute hospital ride, there's only so much to say medically yeah. before you're trying to just keep your patient engaged so that you know that they're doing okay mm-hmm. cuz i can do like a fast or a like alert and oriented exam every 2 minutes like like the whole proper textbook way or like if i can keep talking to them i know that they're alert because they're continuing this conversation with me mm-hmm. it's not like like we run 911 if we were running interfacility transport then it's just like pfft, let the patient take a nap. I'll take a nap too. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, But we don't, we don't do IFT. So I'm trying to develop those skills a little bit on like how to chit-chat with patients. And I think one of the things that helps with what you were just saying is you and I both run with like some fantastic providers that have been doing this for a while. And one that I ran with a lot is a paramedic who's been an advanced – just like even just an advanced life support provider for almost 20 years. And before that, he was a basic life support provider. So um, – and like they're just obviously very, very good at what they do. And you can't expect to be that on the first day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that person you were just talking about who I also ran with a lot – she is fantastic at communication. She's fantastic at, like, almost everything she does in the ambulance. But she'll admit to you that she can't do everything perfectly. And one of the ones that she said to me that I was like, what? You're not perfect EMS provider in every single way? Is it the
2: blood pressure? It was
1: that she she has a really hard time auscultate, like, listening to blood pressure inside the ambulance.
2: Mm-hmm. I did run with her that night, and we didn't end up getting – I don't think we ended up getting a blood pressure or, like, a second blood pressure because the cuff wasn't working. And I don't know, running with her, I didn't want to be like, hey, well, what, what, I, I can take a blood pressure, like, I, I can do this without that, um, because I, I, I was just like, okay, she's a senior person in here, I'm gonna do whatever she wants me to do, um, but, you know, like, I, I, I did put that together, but still, she's just so like, like she, running with her and her husband is like watching two professionals just go at it and it's like
1: and they've always been volunteers that's the thing that's insane is that they've never been prof like never been professional in the term that they get paid to do full-time work
2: you know what's crazy too the volunteers seem to have more enthusiasm and like what they do do. more way more than anyone who gets paid to do it i think that's because if
0: you're getting paid it becomes a job i think this is part of i talked about it before why i would never want to do like anything that was, like, in the book world for a job. Once you get it into a point where it's like, I'm doing this because it's making me money.
2: In
1: the book world? Like, like never want to like be, be Like, I would never be, like, a book reviewer. Oh, oh, gotcha. right, like, I think you could be a book reviewer.
0: I think that you, I think that people, you when you. pay to review books? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that when you blur those lines at some point, it becomes a, I'm doing this because I need a paycheck, and that you kind of become a little jaded and a little burnt out, especially if you're doing it for a very long time. Like, there are a lot of medical professions, not even even in the, you know, like, EMS world, but just in the medical field as a whole where, like, at a certain point you're like, I've done this day in and day out for 30, 40 years, and I've had all of these terrible experiences with patients or good ones or whatever across the board, and it's become just this is a job and I'm doing this to make money, where if you're doing that in a volunteer basis, like – the people we're talking about have it's. They have chosen to do this. At any point, they could have walked away, mm-hmm. and they're still going to have a paycheck at the end. But to somebody, well, that not for me, MS. Right, but yeah. if it's if you're a career, it's if I walk away from this, what do I do next?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Do you guys feel like that might ever be a thing for you or us as doctors? Like we all really like medicine, and you know, at a certain point, we will be getting paid. Or do you think the suffering of like pre-med and medical school and residency will will like uh like get us ready for being a doctor and that eventual like you know maybe this isn't like like it turns into work instead of fun again
0: i think that someday they're gonna have to pry a scalpel out of my hands to get me to retire but that's but <laughs> i also
1: like i i think that it depends a little bit because as much as what kiara is saying is true there are people in the paid EMS world that do really love it. And some of them mm-hmm. are salty for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Some of them are like EMS is paid dog shit. Like mm-hmm. they make almost no money compared to – like. I, some of the paid EMS people around here make like four-ish dollars less an hour than the first-year lifeguards I used to manage. There's a lot of things and like there's bad management in EMS, but there can be bad management in all of medicine. And I think some of the other things with medicine about like the difficulties that anyone in medicine has with how much – how expensive it is for medicine or like you go to pick up a patient and they don't want to ride the ambulance because they don't know if they can afford this ambulance ride Um, or working for for for-profit EMS agencies that like – prioritize sometimes profits over patient care. Mm-hmm. I think those things can be really burning as well. And as volunteers, we don't really need to deal with them as much. Because volunteer agencies, generally their priority is patient care because their profits are negative. Mm-hmm. And you know the people there are don't need to worry about how shit their pay is because they don't get paid. They're there because it's something they love to do. And I think some of those things don't bother you as much in like the physician role because like physicians work a lot but I would say that they are compensated pretty well. I mean it depends what role you're in. Like physicians have to work a lot. They have to work hard hours sometimes depending on your role. It's a really stressful lifestyle but they do make a lot more than like most EMS professionals. (laughs) Um, and they obviously – they have to deal with all the issues of billing and the exp- – how expensive medicine is right now and all that kind of stuff. But um, – and obviously they have to deal with hospital accountants and, and other people that are – their job is to squeeze every penny out of every dollar bill as opposed to the physician's job that is to take care of a patient. Um But I think some of those stresses are relieved higher up at that level. And then the final capstone to that is just that there are some people in EMS that are there because it's a job and you can get into the field without needing much prior experience in the field. I mean it depends on the case and depends on your location and a lot of things. But – You can become an EMT by taking a class that you pay out of pocket for. You don't need to get a whole degree for it. You can become an EMT. It's a job with – mediocre pay, and it's a job that has hours that work for some people. So there are some people in that field just like there are some people in every field that have absolutely no passion for it and don't care at all about being an EMT over anything else. And they're there because some life situation ended them up there. Mm -hmm. And I think that they can be salty for that reason.
0: Yeah, I think it also plays into it that we can't think about it like that because we all have an end goal of going above our – Mm-hmm. our current baseline.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, we're doing EMS now, but we know that someday, like, we're going to go to med school, and we're all going to be doctors, and so we're not going to okay. have... <laughs> we're all going to go to med school. Oh, speaking of... <laughs> we're all going to make it there. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like that also adds a layer to it, that Yeah. we can't fully...
3: Speaking of yet.
2: going to med school and hopefully being a doctor, I don't know if I told you this yet, Kiara. Mm-hmm. Did you? Did I tell you that I took my... Practice MCAT Saturday.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I got a four ninety five on it, and that's bad. like the twentieth percentile. It's not bad.
1: It, I would say it's definitely not bad for a sophomore. In, yeah, in
2: for a in
3: sophomore undergrad. who's
2: undergrad taken, who's never taken biochem, I haven't taken biochem, and I didn't study a, a lick for that test. Yeah. But on almost every single one of the sections, like guessed or not, I got at least half of the questions right. On most of them, I got a little bit more than half. But on Most of them, I got at least half. Like, on all of them, I got at least half of the questions right. So uh, I thought that was a major win. But now I'm kind of stuck in the, like, I meet with one of the two advisors for, like, the pre-med medical school people tomorrow. And I'm going to ask him, like, like I see all the things on there. Like, do you want me to, like, like how do I break down, like, you know, week by week? Because it lets you see the questions, the right answers, the solutions to it. But I think it was more about seeing, like, the types of questions. And I mm-hmm. realized, like, like the biggest, biggest thing I realized from it is that, uh, like, and you guys can, like, take this advice too. But I don't, I don't want to give, like, unsolicited advice is that, uh, like, reading scientific papers is going to be a must. Because that entire test, like, a lot of the questions that they give you the paragraphs for and then you answer questions about the paragraphs – are scientifically written research papers and that literature is written in like a very formal and very kind of like high level like reading kind of like way and so seeing that format was kind of foreign for the first time um so that's one of the things i've said maybe my like maybe next week in the next four in the next four weeks or whatever because i i think now we have like the audacity thing we could plan on like recording stuff over the summer um, and you guys might be on campus, but maybe I'll, like, do, like, a synopsis of the literature I've read over the four weeks because I plan to, like, read more, like, you know, every other week or something like that.
0: See, I feel like it'd be beneficial to take a – I haven't taken a practice MCAT yet, but I feel like it'd be beneficial just to see if I can sit through seven hours.
2: It was tough.
0: Because I think I would do poorly because I haven't taken biochem or ochem yet, so I would do, like, terribly. I will but I think say, it would be good to, like – Understand sitting in a in a. There's
1: table just the room. mental yeah. toll of sitting in a room for, for seven hours yeah. and hours and, and hours, it's and using
0: not, your brain active. Like you're not just sitting; like you actively have to be thinking that entire time. It
2: doesn't completely have to be seven and a half hours. It's sixty five minutes for each section. There's a ten minute break in between the first and second. There's a thirty minute break in between the second and third, and then there's another ten minute between the third and fourth section. But all those sections are all the breaks are optional and they don't make you wait to go to the next section or the next break until the 65 minutes is up. So I finished mine in like five and a half hours, not the seven and a half hours that it says. So, I mean, but I will say it still was hectic. I went, I dressed as comfortably as possible. I wore like my comfy underwear. Get your Ugg boots I wore on. <laughs> no. I wore, I wore these shoes. I didn't wear my shoes in the. Do you I have took my shoes uncomfortable off. underwear? Like there's more. There's underwear I, that I feels have comfortable.
1: Better. I have more and less comfortable underwear. Yeah, I wouldn't not say like, have any un. Well, these jeans I think shrunk the last time I watched them because the last couple of days like they've been tight, tight. Um, but.
2: Um, I like like like. There's more comfortable and less comfortable. It's not like I'm wearing underwear that gives me a constant wedgie or something. I feel um, like
0: every pair of underwear I wear, like I'm not like feeling weird about it. Like I wouldn't buy
2: it. Like this newer underwear feels better, but um, I wore like comfortable underwear. I wore my sweatpants. I took my shoes off when I was sitting down so I could like, like I don't know. I got super comfortable. I, I wore a hoodie. Up that room. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I was super comfortable in that test. Um I think that was a good move too. uh
1: did you chew gum? No you know, I didn't did
2: you chew gum. Yeah, well I went in like I thought they were going to like go through the entire process of like show me your ID, you can't have your bag with you at your desk like so I left my phone. Uh I brought my ID, I had my like bag of like they let you bring snacks or whatever mm-hmm. and like water. So I had a bang. Water. I had granola and I had water. You had a bang? Yes. I don't know if that's the best choice. Well the previous night only had gotten like 5 hours of sleep for some reason. I think I was on duty. You were on duty, yeah. Um so I was like I had I got coffee from Duncan cuz the the cafeteria wasn't open yet. And then I got a bang cuz I was like if I get through like 3 hours of the test and I feel like a good crash, I need to get something in. Um but they didn't end up actually like confiscating our stuff or anything. It was just right beside my desk, which I wish they would have like been a little bit more professional about mm-hmm. it, but it was also accepted students' day, so it wasn't like they could be like she was running around anyways, they were kind of stretched for manpower. Um so yeah, I, I think it was definitely a, a good thing to do. I think I I would say if they offer it like over the summer, even if you just get the free one and like lock yourself in a room for five hours to take it. Um like honestly take it without any other distractions, it would be a good a good uh good thing for you to do.
1: Yeah. So the longest test that I've ever taken, just because I I thought to look it up because I wanted to get a comparison. When I took, did I did you guys take the SAT? I, I did. did
2: and regretted it. I literally, <laughs> like, I can't get this vision out of my head. I'm in, I'm in the classroom of the high school they had us take it in. I'm the. There's I think two I've heard the story right? several times. I'm two rows into like there's the there's the I've teacher's desk. This. There's the teacher's desk. There's the first row and I'm in the second row. I look up at the clock and this is like halfway through the SAT where I'm like, like I'm done with this section. I look up at the clock and I literally go through my head like "Mm." I'm sitting here wasting five hours of my day on a Saturday morning doing a test that I didn't study for that. I'm not going to use on any applications because all the applications are test optional and I wasted 50 bucks for this. Why did I do this to myself? Like, I contemplated Did you do that, the essay? Yes, I yeah, did. I did it, it too. written, too. Um, and I, 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 I still – I don't have many regrets. But I will <laughs> say taking the SAT and taking the SAT knowing I wasn't going to do too good was my – is my biggest regret. I did way better on my
1: – How did how, you end up doing? If you don't – I got sure. it at 1250. Okay.
2: Which is, like, pretty low, it's, honestly. It's, Better than um, what I did. I like yeah, I, I was
0: looking at. I did do the essay with mine. And so I did that was just that. like I, was I did a al-
1: comparison.
0: I had an eleven ten, but that was, was also bad, like I didn't end up paying for my SAT exam. But I feel like I don't regret that I took it, even though like did it really matter? It. No, but I feel like I think because we were COVID year, it gave me some semblance of like a normal <clears throat> high school experience. It's supposed to be. Because you're supposed to, like, take the SAT I, in and I actually like
1: regret I not taking it a second time. I mean, yeah, I, I, I wish I would have about taken about it a second that. time. We
2: were at the conference and we – because I was telling him like, my SAT wasn't good enough to apply for some of the, like, early acceptance, like, med school things because they look at your SAT oh, for Like it. the
1: BSMD programs? Mm,
2: yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, Or, like, even, like, the 3 and 4, or 4, yeah, or three, like 3, 4 plus 4. four yeah, whatever. something like that. Yeah. Um, but we were talking in the in the conference hotel. We were like, "What if we went back and took it now? Like we've done like Calc two and Calc one and physics and O and do that like we could probably easy at least thirteen hundred on the SAT without even trying."
0: I don't know if that's true.
2: You don't think like you could can do we do exponentially better I on think the I could SAT do now?
0: Better, absolutely. I think I could do better, but like I don't think that like because the. Top, like the topics we're learning now are not the same as what we were learning in high school. So it's not the same material.
2: But I feel like it would be easier to the, go back to The thing
1: for me was my bad section on the SAT was math. And <laughs> I don't know what
2: my bad section Math honest, is my so good care. section
1: in real life. But I took it before I had taken the math that the SAT tests you on. Because mm-hmm. I took it sort of just for fun. Like I wanted to see what it was going to be like. But this then the, guy. Well, I took it because I didn't want to take the PSAT. I just was mm-hmm. like, man, fuck that. I'll take the real SAT. What'd you um,
2: get on your SAT? At 1310. Okay. So he um, still did So <laughs> he can ten. do it. Um, did either of you guys take the ACT?
3: No.
0: I had mine scheduled and then I couldn't find my calculator day of the exam. So then I didn't show, just
3: show oh. up. <laughs> uh,
0: well, it was still COVID time. So there may have been my mother calling them and telling them that I wasn't feeling well.
2: Mm. My, uh. That
0: could find my calculator. It was
2: either my SAT or ACT that I took that. I, like, realized I didn't actually know where my calculator was. So I called my best friend, and I was like, dog, I need a calculator. Do you have one? And thankfully she did. Since she lived right around the corner, we pulled out and went by her house before we left. And that's how I ended up being able to do one of those tests. But I do remember that. I, did,
1: I totally forgot about that. I don't know. I woke I took, up
0: day of the exam, couldn't find it.
1: I took the SAT with... Macy, my friend that you guys both know. Mm-hmm. I was in 8th grade. So I was taking algebra 1 and the SAT math goes all the way up to the end of algebra 2, which is why math was my bad section. Reading, writing, like that whole whatever one, that was fine. Like I, I did I didn't do like 99th percentile, but I did much better in that section than I did in math. Math was what dragged my score down. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to retake it like when I was starting at university. Because I knew the math then. Um, But that was when COVID was – it was was at the time when COVID just canceled all the SATs. They eventually, like, were doing the SATs. Everyone's wearing their masks, sitting apart because you always had to sit apart for the SAT anyway. They ended up doing those. But I ended up not doing one just because I was at the time, like, paying for my first year of university and everything. So I didn't really want to saddle out, like, a bunch of money to retake the SAT again. But now at this point, I feel like if I retake the SAT now, it's not fair to compare my score to other people yeah. because my English already was good. My, my, like, improvement would be in the math section and I feel like I could absolutely destroy that math section at this point. Um, so I've never retaken it. The reason I wanted to retake it was because my dad, when he took his, I didn't study for mine at all. I set up the whole Khan Academy account like for like like six months beforehand. It gives you your daily lesson. I did the first day, and I never did another one again. Same. Um, my dad did got a fourteen forty on his SAT, and I always wanted to just beat his number. Mm-hmm. But he did it when he was a junior in high school, which is why I feel like retaking it now. Even if I did beat his number, I wouldn't consider it like a fair win. Yeah. So I never retook it. But if I did retake it, I would not retake the essay again. That yeah, the essay
0: was at. so – that's what I do. I wish I didn't fucking take that essay. Yeah. Like that was stupid.
1: But even like think that whole test. Like for me, the annoying thing was – and we'll end the podcast after this because we are going over time now. But um, for me, the, the kids that were taking it with the essay were in one room and the kids with no essay were in mm-hmm. the other room. And then when the regular SAT – like the SAT, like all the breaks are mandatory. You can't start it. Like everyone has to wait till everyone else is – or till like the 60-minute passes or whatever to take the next section, whatever stupid rule it is. And then like – so the two rooms finish at exactly the same time. And then like 30 kids come like running down the hall like whooping and screaming. They're like, let's go to McDonald's, whatever. And they're like, you will have another uh, 75 minutes to complete your essay was like the – the guy that was so annoying that was administering it. And then I remember at the end of the essay, the girl that was sitting next to me, like obviously not immediately next to me, but she was like five feet away, but she was the closest person to me. At the end of the essay, they said, stop, put your pencils down. And then as they come around to start collecting it, she opens her book and starts like writing in it again. And I was like, damn, I want to see this guy, like, chew her out and, like, shred her essay, throw it in the trash or something. And he was – he just came over and he was like, please stop. And then he took it. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to get a show after sitting here for four hours, like, a little bit of flavor to add to my day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, please stop. She, she, she gets a right for, like, an extra three minutes because there's, like, 60 people in this room. And they started at the back. They were moving forward. Mm. I wanted to see him, like, tear her to shreds. And then he didn't.
0: Okay, great. Thanks for listening to this week. Uh See you again next week.
1: Bye. Bye. Peace I out. We can't say – JP can't yeah, say goodbye. JP so can't say bye
2: because he's Mexican. Peace
1: out. Goodbye now.